0: Latest, I'm Anna Bates.
1: Ribble FM, weather. The day is expected to be mostly cloudy with the possibility of a few light rain showers later in the evening. There will be a gentle breeze and temperatures of up to 19
2: degrees Celsius. The food and drink show on Ribble FM, sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens. See the website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk.
1: Sorry kids, we got no reply I'll say goodbye.
3: it is robbie williams and let love be your energy it is the food and drink show it's wednesday the 20 whatever it is <laughs> 23rd Third. oh i'm quite loud there aren't i are you loud today i am quite loud should i turn it down a bit just a little bit how's that that's better. We're really professional here, aren't we? Broadcasting 101. <laughs> Welcome to the Food and Drink Show. Lots to come for you today, as ever, uh, including foodie news. Uh, we've also got some local foodie news to catch up on. Yeah. Um, but I just want to go back really quickly to that item <laughs> that was in the news. Yeah. India. Yeah. Of all countries. Yeah are sending an unmanned spacecraft... To the
1: far side of the moon. To the
3: far side of the moon. Yeah. Right? Uh, In search... And the article said, in search of ice and other resources. Now... Where are you going with this? Well, we've got a fridge at home that were 500 quid, and it makes ice. So (laughs) why are they spending billions? Oh, come on. Spending billions sending an unmanned spacecraft to the... Are
1: you a scientist?
3: No. But I don't need to be. You go down to the old Argos, you go, get me a fridge, mate, that makes ice. Right? Well, they're not wanting to harvest the ice. Well, what's the point in going, then? It's like the significance of finding ice on Mars. Listen, we all like a bit of a... What do they call them? um, Slushies. We all like a, a couple of chinks of ice cubes in our g and on a Friday. Uh, but there's no need to go to the moon to get it. They're not Just on get... about
1: harvesting the ice. Well, what are they on about then? The significance of finding ice on the yeah, moon. Yeah, but it said other
3: resources... That- I'm not doing this. Uh, but it did and other resources. Ignorance. <laughs> it said other resources. What do they think they're going to find up there? Cheese? <laughs> Just move on. Just... Really don't get it. did they not know that the moon is made from cheese? Huh? Yeah. Cheese and ice. Now, there's a recipe. Now, speaking of India, uh, this week's thrifty dish uh, is also of an Indian stroke Pakistani um, ilk. It is just incredible. Now, be honest. Mm. Be absolutely honest. Forget that I am your father, Morgs. Um... That dish last night, really? Come on.
1: Well, first of all, oh, here we go. <clears throat> you're telling me to be honest, yeah. Actually, the fact that you're my father makes me more honest, all right. And okay. I will tell you if it is rubbish,
3: yeah. No, but I'm not after that, I'm after a little bit of affirmation. I know because what? last <laughs> night was <laughs> incredible, it was just something incredible, we- incredible. Uh, it's not yeah. something we've made before, no, right. Joint team effort, and it just worked, didn't it? It came out of nowhere, really. And I I worked it out this morning, and it was about three pounds twenty for a a, like a a full portion for your day, which
1: I obviously blew out the water yet again by having fifths. It could potentially.
3: We didn't actually get to fifths because you just said, "Can I have a little bit more fish?" Yeah. Yep. There you go. And then you just went. Can I have the rest of it?
1: Well, you know, I said, I looked around, you'd finish. I said, is is there a little bit more? (laughs) He went, yeah, probably enough for this. But I just scooped it all onto my plate.
3: (laughs) And Um, we'll be telling you all about that recipe when we come back after a bit of this.
4: Try to cut the babies here and
3: 15 minutes uh, past one o'clock, uh, and speaking of intuition, <laughs> I just said to Moe's, can you kind of like get with it, he's preoccupied, yeah, he's got a new etch sketch <laughs> and he's drawing, <laughs> drawing all sorts of, it. good tune that, isn't it? Any ideas what year it was? Not a clue. 1981. Right, let's crack nice. on. So, two. Ribble Valley Establishments have yes. received new food hygiene ratings from the Food Standards Agency. Fantastic. First one up, uh, Bowl and Beer Hall. Uh, yep. Just been awarded a five-star rating. Yep, yep. No um, though. Massive improvement, though, for the dog in at Worley, which has gone from a one-star to a four-star. Oh. Uh, thank you very much, Yes, Round of applause for those guys. Ma- well I- I've got a question,
1: because we've sort of sin behind the scenes a little bit here. Not particularly with the dog, but with the food standards agency thing. Yeah. If you don't fill in your paperwork correctly, it's like an automatic
3: Yes, it can one, be. Isn't it? Yeah, it's it but to get a five means you've done your paperwork, what you do is good, your, yeah, your kitchens are is, clean
1: and all that business. Was the dog actually Deserving of a one, or did they just not fill out their paperwork? Don't properly?
3: know. It, it doesn't tell me in the article. I know I'm it's afraid. a bit of an
1: unfortunate one because there are some good establishments that are falling foul of this, aren't they? I know, I know,
3: and and I guess sometimes it's bureaucracy that causes know, it, isn't it, it. Come on, pads unrated unrated yeah because you didn't fill your paperwork yeah, in properly i get to it to give
1: it as a one people don't think about and pe- not a lot of people don't know about the fact that if you d- don't do your paperwork
3: so the question is um if you're walking down well we don't call it the curry mile in clitheroe do we? it it's like the takeaway block Yeah. you know just opposite sainsbury's does does that star rating feature in your choice of which venue to go to yeah Does it? Yeah. It it means something to you. Yeah. I think if it was a one, I'd be a little bit sketchy. Yeah. I must admit. I'd be thinking, ooh, what have they done? Yeah. But then when you know behind the scenes that a one could mean that literally they didn't do the paperwork, Mm -hmm. should it have an effect on the business? Because it does. Oh, absolutely. If I saw a one on their window, which, I mean, you wouldn't really display it, would you? Or do you have to? Well, let's take the example of uh, Finch Bakery. You know, the Finch Twins, they do incredible work, but they fell foul of that, didn't put their paperwork in yep. and got that one star, which is absolutely no reflection on the quality of what they produce there. I know. But it had a serious impact on their business. Oh, bet. So it just needs a quick look at that, doesn't it? Yeah, the system, it just needs unrated instead, doesn't it? Food standards Agency, if you're listening, now yeah. you know what to do. <laughs> um, now, going back to what we said earlier about the five star for Holmes Mill, yeah. And speaking of stars, <laughs> I think I think it might need a sheriff. Why? <laughs> because... Um, and please take this in context. This is not a dig. This is just like mouth open, wow emoji. Um, a man was arrested on Saturday night at Holmes Mill. Mm-hmm. Because he walked in with a Colt 45 in a holster on shore i mean oh uh, it's just it, it's incredible it was a, a, a deactivated firearm but he thought that a you can just buy one and he's walked in there like tex tex of texas and like <laughs> so i just find anyway he was arrested uh he's pleaded guilty and he's now on bail awaiting sentencing i mean just how crazy does it have to get five-star wanted level from GTA. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't a clue what that is. <laughs> no, I really haven't. Um, and not to um, sort of like dwell on it, but Food Festival again, really quickly, final figures have been released. Over 20,000 people attended. Nice. Proper top event. Uh, and coming up, we're going to have some more kind of uh, national uh, stuff, mm. but I've picked up on foodie trends. Oh. There are some current foodie trends for 2023, and some of them are really, really weird. Right, right. Uh, one that I know that you're a little bit of a connoisseur of mm. coffee. Oh yeah. So they're talking about um, reducing the amount of caffeine intake, and mm. one of the alternate coffees, I, I just don't, I don't know, I, I, is made from mushrooms. I don't know. If we had the old yeah, webcam, say, I'm you'd sorry, see this, the face. This is not a face for radio that I'm pulling right no. now.
1: It, it's very confused.
3: Yeah. Um, so, how do you make coffee from mushrooms? I get that you can put anything in a cup of hot water and call it a whatever tea, you know? Mm. So, you could put rose hips in rose hip tea and mint, mint tea. It would be a mushroom tea, wouldn't it? Yeah, but they're calling it a a, a definite replacement for coffee if you want to reduce your caffeine intake i find that a bit weird anyway <sighs> would you no it says it's still got that bitter taste right really bitter taste like coffee does yeah um and it's supposed to be up there with some of the nicest coffees this is just another one of those I, I think it's, it's absolute balderdash replacement for yes it stupid just why replace it I get it just get decaf (laughs) just get decaf or go to the moon for your eyes back in a minute make mushroom tea (laughs) mushroom tea (laughs) right we'll be back shortly
2: the food and drink show on Ribble FM sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens see the
0: website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk when is a hotel not a hotel When it's a lifestyle destination with fabulous rooms, great restaurant, beautiful location and facilities to rival the UK's top hotels. A stunning award-winning wedding venue right here in the Ribble Valley, catering for 40 to 400 people. Our wedding planners will make sure everything goes smoothly and make your special day even more memorable.
1: visit ukdigital.co.uk.
0: Do you have lower back
3: a member of our Clear the Road Debt Centre team can visit you in your home in the BB7 postcode area. Give us a call on 0800-328-0006 and start your cap journey now. That's 0800-328-0006. Rebel FM Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. you can you can't control yourself any
2: longer.
3: Miami Sound Machine and Conga. Well, we were doing a bit of a conga around the station then. Um, Right, going back to what we said earlier. So, the other things that are going to be supposedly replacing coffee. And honestly, Morgs, if you put tea after any of them, it sounds better than replacing coffee. So, they are uh, chicory, barley, dandelion and mushrooms. Um, which, uh, they say, <laughs> I know, they're saying it offers uh, beverages of a similar bitter taste and aroma to coffee, but without the jitters or insomnia.
1: Yeah, but I'm pretty sure all those things are
3: teas anyway. I think you need some, actually. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm I'm absolutely despaired. Only because you're a bit of a coffee aficionado. I love my coffee right. and there's
1: no need to mess with it.
3: Right, well, here we go. I think the next one is going to appeal because I really like the sound of this one. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. carrying on with the food trends of 2023, Korean corn dogs. These deep-fried snacks are a fusion Mm -hmm. of American and Korean street food, featuring sausages coated in a thick batter and topped with cheese, potato or breadcrumbs. They are then drizzled with sauces such as ketchup, mustard, or hot honey. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I'm kind of struggling to see where the Korean part, part of this comes in. It must. It's popular in Korea. These corn dog things. Really popular. Oh. Um, so I went further and, and read the link in its entirety. Hot honey, which is a high-quality honey infused with chilli flakes and chilli peppers. Now that sounds good. I know. Can you imagine mm. that, though, on chicken wings? Yes. Hot honey chicken wings. Yes, I and can. Then <laughs> and then just... And then... Yes, I can. And then just finish them off on the barbie so you get a little bit of that caramelisation. <laughs> uh, the other one is tapash which is a fermented drink made from pineapple peels, sugar and spices. It has a tangy and refreshing <laughs> flavour and is rich in probiotics and antioxidants. I'm unsure of that one. I know. Uh, it does say, it does go on to say, uh, tapash can be enjoyed on its own or mixed with beer or spirits. Right, okay. Obviously, please drink responsibly. Uh, next one. Uh, West African cuisine, the diverse and vibrant flavours of West Africa are gaining more recognition and appreciation in the UK. Dishes such as jollof rice, igousi soup, suya skewers and plantam fritters showcase the use of spices, grains, legumes, and fruits but in
1: the region. Also a disclaimer, you may or may not have butchered. I don't know.
3: Oh, no. Oh, what? No, 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 no. The last one. Vegan cheese. As more people adopt a plant-based diet or reduce their dairy intake, vegan cheese. Alternatives are becoming more sophisticated and satisfying. Now, we've tried to find a decent vegan cheese for the old pizzas, haven't we? Mm. Struggling. It doesn't melt. It just burns and turns into, like, powder. It's just, like, made of plastic. Yeah, I'm not keen. I must admit. And the other one is... Uh, that we're really struggling for. Not not that we've got anything, well, not as much as vegans, um, but gluten-free. So hard to get a decent gluten-free pizza Mm, base. Yeah. Really difficult. Um, We did a big event at the weekend, uh, a private birthday party, and uh, they needed two um, gluten-free pizzas, didn't they? Mm -hmm. And the only option we had was to buy a well-known, it's a rabbit that's wide. (laughs) That just doesn't... No, but I'm not saying the brand name. All right. right. It's a well-known rabbit that's white, and it's available from... Hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, it,
1: my head is in my hands. I
3: know, I know. But you actually tried it. So, honest opinion. It was just the standard margarita one, wasn't it? What did you think? Uh, I- no, just disc- describe it. It's radio. Yes, you have, you're supposed to. I know. You know I've having to take a breath
1: first because it was it was disappointing. In what way? Though? As someone that can eat normal glutenized bread, yeah, to then try something that is a gluten free option, there was the texture was just thin, really like. What about flavour? Was there any flavour there? No, it
3: tasted of nothing.
1: Right, okay. It didn't taste. So it's more at all.
3: about the ingredients that are on top.
1: Yeah, but the whole experience of trying the actual bread itself just wasn't wasn't really that pleasant. It right. was it was more
3: nondescript. If anybody knows, right, of a um, I keep saying vegan. No, if anybody knows of a gluten-free pizza base that is really good, even if it's a shop-bought one, or a takeaway one, whichever, please do let us know. I'd like to try it, uh, and see if we can somehow replicate it, because we are getting a few more calls for that, aren't we? Uh, also on Saturday, it was a double-header wasn't it, Saturday? Mm. Uh, we were at MC Hub uh, in Darwin, which is probably one of the biggest motorcycle accessory shops in the area. Thank mm. you to Stuart for asking us to be there. Uh, great turnout, and, and honestly, mate, I have to say, and I'm using the radios of vehicle, because I know you, you'll realise I'm serious, the pizzas you were turning out on Saturday were just mm-hmm. incredible. I Thank mean, you very absolutely much. absolutely incredible. Great uh, comments as well from the people that were having them, just absolutely delicious. However, uh-huh. <laughs> no, the utter filth one. So just run through it, <laughs> it just looked incredible. I did make a bit of a filthy one for yeah, you. Yeah, what, what was on it? Just tell me what you put um, on it. Okay, so it was... While I have a good drink of um, <laughs> Zed. oh dear are you really
1: bringing me into despair okay all
3: right i'll stop so tell me what was on it
1: it was tomato that's in your pomodoro sauce yeah uh cheese fjorda latte of course keep going then few slices of pepperoni some red onion some barbecue beef (sighs) minced beef yeah i'm so hungry oh i know a few red peppers some Donner meat Oh, I know, I know, I know Some chilies And then a good old drizzling of garlic butter oh,
3: Do you know what? I could absolutely smash that right now Absolutely smash mm, it Me too <laughs> <laughs> Right, still to come That thrifty recipe uh, Which is an absolute cracker And I promise it won't keep you waiting It's up next Beautiful <laughs> from Eurythmics fame with Heart of Stone. Bit of a chilled number. Right, here we go. Uh, If you've been on our Facebook page, you will have seen the post. You will have seen the meal that we made last night. Uh, Basically, crispy masala fish. And it was just incredible it was so delicious so tasty and something a little bit different so quick run through so delicious i went back for fifths i know you did uh, and could i have had some more probably yes, you done. but i just but you were behaving <laughs> i was behaving um so the key thing here is the marinade now the marinade was made up and it's all stuff you can get at the supermarket there was nothing outlandish or anything not the normal as phil would say uh, lee isms uh, so literally natural yogurt into that you can buy the little pastes the um patax pastes one of them was tandoori paste it's that bright red one uh, that gives like chicken tikka its uh, signature color so um depending on how much fish you're going to do for how many people obviously adjust the quantities but so the natural yogurt the masala paste went in there uh, fresh finely chopped garlic gone in there salt pepper cumin and ginger and then just mix it all up squeeze of lime lemon juice just really quickly mix that in and then once you've cut your fish into sort of how would you describe the size of a morgues they were like, say they're like one inch chunks weren't they yeah sort of like one inch wide chunks of of a, a fresh white fish now speaking of which mm-hmm. what did you get by the way for the fish uh, yeah bassa Basa. Basa fillets, that's it. Um, Chopped them into these chunks and then chucked it into that marinade, give them all a nice coating and left it in the fridge for 24 hours. And all that flavour then can get into the fish. And then the following day, which was last night, which we made it, took it out the fridge about two hours before so it could just get to room temperature. Because when you're frying things, things tend to get a l- perhaps a little bit too crispy or a little bit overdone on the batter-esque on the outside. So you get it, and, and it's not cooked inside. Yeah, you don't so you want go, it too no. cold. Like so you do with the state,
1: you get it out, get it to room temperature, so then you get in a nice, even cut all the way through.
3: Cut, cook. Um, Cook absolutely. So then, once it's out and it's ready, literally, we used microwave packet white rice. Yeah. It's that easy, and the the cost of those one portion is eighty p. That's one pack is eighty p. Of white rice. Two minutes in the microwave, it's done. And to be
1: fair, although the portion sizes on packets are usually a bit off, but I'm pretty sure it does say two portions per one of those packs. But it's no, not. But it's, it's, it's really one of not. Our for,
3: for a realistic person. Yeah. yeah. So they're nuking uh, in the old microwave as that's happening. So then in another bowl, you want some flour. It does not matter what kind of flour you use. On this occasion, I use self-raising, seasoned it with salt and pepper, a little bit more cumin and some mild curry powder. Just, you know, in equal measures. And it just seasons that flour. Dump the... Take the fish out of the other bowl and put it in with the flour and move it around so it gets equally coated. And this is the key tip. Okay. are You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave the fish in the flour for at least 10 or 15 minutes because it sucks all the moisture out that's on the surface ah, and creates yeah. those little bubbles. So the the, yog- the excess yoghurt the water out the fish with that flour creates that crispy batter.
1: So those little bits that I was picking out, that's what those were. Yeah. Because they were really good. I know. They were so good. So
3: you've created like this flavoured batter. Literally, I used no fancy pans, just a standard frying pan that was about an inch deep in uh, veggie oil. Get it up to a hot temperature, throw your fritters in. Meanwhile, in another pan, melted a little bit of butter Mm. and some fresh chopped coriander take the rice out of the microwave and put that in the coriander butter and just stir it through so it kind of like coats all the rice Mm. and then serve when the fish is golden brown. And I just went, we tried both, didn't we? I also made a very simple masala sauce, which is what you're supposed to have with it, which again is basically um, some curry paste some fresh yoghurt, lemon juice, garlic, salt and pepper, and a little bit of double cream at the end. But it was better without the sauce, wasn't it? The sauce was delicious. The sauce was
1: nice, but it did take the edge off the crispiness. Yeah. And also the sauce is obviously very powerful with using the curry sauce powder that you did, not powder, uh, paste that you did. It is
3: quite a a strong flavour. And... And what was nice is the fish fillets that had been fried in this in mm. this batter, you got the flavour of the tandoori paste, yeah. the garlic, the salt, and it was delicate, wasn't yeah, it?
1: it penetrated really well into the fish it and, was, and oh. left that flavour there. So, yet the fish was not an overpowering flavour of its own, but just lent itself nicely to the uh, Yeah, to
3: the, if it had the marinade, been a really yeah. fishy fish, like tuna or something, it's yeah, not right. No,
1: it wouldn't have worked.
3: Um, but I, I do think that that, last night, given that that portion, which was easily enough for your average person, Mm. was £3.20. £3.20 for that kind of dish, I think is just amazing, because let's face it, uh, according to new statistics, um, the uh, inflation rate we are now... At over 10%. So, being a little bit thrifty, I just thought it worked. It's necessary. It is. Uh, Right, we shall disappear for a second. Uh, Morgan's going to make a brew, and uh, we'll be back. (laughs) The Food and Drink
2: Show on Ribble FM, sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens. See the website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk. Are you tired of sky-high housing costs? Are you ready for a change of scenery? At Three Rivers, our rural caravan park is the perfect solution for those seeking an affordable, peaceful and beautiful place to call home. Nestled in the heart of the countryside, our park offers exceptional facilities, including a cafe, swimming pool and function suite. You can even choose your own plot and specify the style of home that best suits your needs. Don't miss this opportunity to join our thriving community and enjoy the best of both worlds, the convenience of modern living, with the charm and serenity of rural life. Contact us today to learn more and schedule a tour. Three Rivers, the perfect home is waiting for you.
0: Now, you could choose the familiar popular colours for your new kitchen. Classic whites, contemporary greys, or you could go with something altogether more adventurous with Rumsbottom Kitchen Company, like Spitfire Blue, Botanical Green, or even Cove Blue. Choose from time As traditional wood designs or modern handleless kitchens, we have whatever you desire, and all with a twenty-year guarantee. And of course, we always offer you our free design and planning service. Ramsbottom Kitchen Company. Just search Ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk. Live, love, eat.
3: Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow? Ribble Valley Towing is your go-to destination for all your towing needs.
2: You make me work so hard that you give me no, that you give me no, that you give me no, that you give me no.
3: it, just a weed us a little respect, uh, which I say quite regularly to Morgan. Uh, Right, okay. uh, National national foodie news. Yes, go Um, for
1: it. I have a bit of a sad one to start off with. I knew this would be coming up. I know you kind of put it to the back of my head a
3: little bit, really.
1: Mm. Michelle Rue is closing Le Gavroche.
3: I. I've been fortunate enough, Mm -hmm. and it is fortunate because it is, A, hard to get there, B, it's a long way away, Um, but I've been twice now to Le Gavroche, Mm. and it really is a foodie experience beyond anything else. Wow. I mean, the the absolute, the Yoda of French cuisine mm. and the role model to many of today's uh, famous chefs oh, yeah. were the Rue brothers, and probably more so, Michelle Roux. Um, mm. Now, what I read, and you yeah, didn't you catch you corrected
1: this bit. me a little bit here, didn't you? It's not permanently. No, it's
3: closing for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Because they can't get the staff, they can't get the staff at the level that. Because um, when you go Morgan, it is just an experience on every level, mm. and part of that experience is service, top uh, end
1: service,
3: and the, and the people yeah. that you know look after you while you're there, and not even top end, the top, it is, and he can't he can't recruit staff that are acceptable once they've been trained to give him that level of service. Mm. Which I think is really, really sad. So, uh, opening on restricted hours, isn't it? Does it say anything on yours of when it is? It didn't say anything about
1: restricted hours. It just said that it was going to be closing its doors in January. So, um, I'm not quite 100% sure. I might have to do a bit more reading into it. Well, the
3: article I read, uh, I think it was last night, actually, uh, they were going to close for two months, a little bit of a refurb, and then reopen on restricted hours. So only opening, mm. opening certain hours on certain days, which is just going to make it even harder. Oh, yeah. The article I read said that it was already booked
1: in week in, week out.
3: Yeah. And uh, if you're fortunate enough to already have a booking there, then please uh, let us know how it went. But you are so, so... So lucky because, as I said, now it's going to be even harder to get in. Mm. Uh, what we got next? Um,
1: to go from fine dining to <laughs> tat dining.
3: We like a bit of food
1: tat, don't we? Oh yeah, absolutely. Heinz have released. Uh, this is hurting me to
3: say. Oh come on, ketchup-filled hash browns. What? <laughs> What? Yeah. Hash browns are supposed to be potato that's crispy on the outside, soft and tender in the middle,
1: yeah. with that salty taste. And they're stuffing them with ketchup.
3: No. That's that
1: dog But apparently, I didn't know about this, but last year they did baked beans inside Ash Browns.
3: Uh, I never saw those, thank no. goodness. I know, I'm happy yeah. about that. Uh, get t- Lloyd Hartley on the case. Yeah, that's right uh, up he his He loves a bit of food tat. Right up his street. <laughs> 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 He's the one that tried to... You know when you get um in, in it, something where it's like real theatrical food and it's sort of like placed like a work of art in the mm. middle of the plate and they use those little rings, don't they, to like pile up uh, um, <laughs> yeah. rice, etc. Yeah, Mark tried that with it beans yeah and two sausages that look like clock hands <laughs> <laughs> and went voila <laughs> c'est le sausage, and <laughs> sausage
1: le bin. come on what's next um i only recently found this out it's probably it's, well, it's common knowledge probably for a lot of people but i only found it out today the
3: origins of the name of the snickers bar Oh! Mm. Because a lot of people will remember it as Marathon.
1: Yes. Now, Marathon was the name in the UK for a long time, Yeah. until the Mars Bar Company uh, sort of, like, universalised the naming of it. Yeah. So, it was Snickers always in the US. And it was actually, just before the chocolate bar was released, um, oh, what's her name? It is, um reading his book. I'm reading, I'm reading. It's Ethel, Ethel Mars, co-founder of uh, the Mars Corporation. Really? Yeah. Um, it was her horse that was called Snickers, died just before the release of the chocolate bar, so she honoured her horse's name by naming the chocolate bar wow. a Snickers bar.
3: Oh, I love that!
1: Mm. Wow! And it's funny you should say something earlier as about, well about uh, marathon bars. I was wondering how many uh, you could remember that used to be called something else, but are now something different now?
3: Um, uh, uh, Opal Fruits. Yep. Yeah, what were they? Uh, they were... Oh, no, they are, sorry. They are... Um, what are they called now? Starburst. Starburst. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, Starburst. A slightly strange one.
1: The Dame Bar. Was that Dime Bar? It was Dime oh, Bar. It was,
3: it was um, D-A-I-M, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it became Dime Bar. Do you know what you can do with those? What? It's absolute filth. Oh. If you get a Dime bar, or yeah. t- oh, well, you'd need more than it's one. It's now called Dame. Dame bar. Yeah. Right. You Actually, is that correct in the modern walkist world? Dame chocolate bar. <laughs> it's not Dame Judy Dench, is it? <laughs> right, guess what you can do with them. This is absolute filth. All right. Get yourself some um, German ice cream. Mm. right, the cookies and cream one, mm. and then, in a pan, put two dime bars on a gentle heat and melt them, and then pour it on your ice cream. It's proper filth, honestly. Mm. It's delicious.
1: Yeah. Um, another one for you is... Um, well, you tell me what it is. It's called now Yeah, Milky Way. It was called Milky Way? No, it's called now Milky
3: Way. Yeah, but it was called Milky Way, wasn't it? No. What was it called? It was originally called Flight. I didn't know that one. Yeah. Right, give me one of today's and I'll see if I can remember the old one. Boost. Uh, no.
1: Starbar. Starbar. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, Starbar. And a slightly strange one, it wasn't necessarily um always called this in the UK, but across Europe there was a chocolate bar called The Raider. The Raider, which is Twix, Twix, yes, mm. yes, and all these tend to have changed names in the nineties. Apart from Boost from Starbar, which was the seventies. Wow,
3: love it! Mm. Uh, right, listen, we've got to go. We are fast, 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 running out of time. Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening. Going to leave you uh, with this from Doja Cat, current chart single, "Paint the Town Red."
0: I put good blood in my kidneys. This smart gel don't come with no jealousy. My illness don't come with no remedy. I am so much fun without Hennessy. They just want my love and my energy. You can't talk no without penalties. Romeo, if you send for me, I'm going to glow up one more time. Trust me, I have magical foresight. You gon' see me sleeping in courtside. You gon' see me eating ten more times. Ugh, you can't take this one nowhere. Ugh. Bed with no hair, ugh. Ain't no sign I can't smoke hair, ugh. Ooh, yeah. give me the chance and I'll yeah. go there. Trick. I said what I said, I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head, I don't care, I paint the town red. Trick. I said what I said, I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head, I don't care, I paint the town red. Vibes, I don't need a big feature or a new sidekick. I don't need a new fan, cause my boo like it. I don't need to wear a wig to make you like it. I'm a two-time doing new I win. Throw a shot like you're tryna have a foot fight. Then all my ops, waiting for me to be you. I bet. Said I got drive. I don't need a car. Money really all that we feening for. I'm doing things they ain't seen before. Fans ain't dumb but extreme is all.